What's up? What's up? This is uh, the Choice Is Yours podcast. Uh, I'm Tyrell Hayden, and I'm with my guy AJ. What's good? Yeah, what's good? What's going on, everybody? We're going to talk about playing the long game. Uh, we really want to talk about this subject just because right now we're going into the long game, right? We came came from like the COVID period where everything was just happening fast, fast, fast. Uh, money was fast. A lot of decisions was made fast, and that's just decisions we've made on our own, and then kind of decisions that that impacted us. That, that was made fast. What we wanted to talk about was playing the long game, right? Knowing what you really want uh, in your career, in life, um, you know, spiritually, what you really want, right? What you do today is going to, you know, give you, affect you, uh, what you want tomorrow and then also in the future, right? So you just want to make sure that you've got the right mindset today for the goals that you have for tomorrow or it's any time in the future, right? You just want to make sure that you're staying true to yourself and that you're doing the right things that, you know, to put you in the right place um, the next day, the day after, or whatever your end goal is. AJ, what, what's your thoughts on uh, today's uh, episode uh, topic, yeah. playing the long game? So when I think about playing the long game, I think about um, a slogan that's commonly used, like putting in your 10,000 hours. And what they mean when they say putting in your 10,000 hours is pretty much being a master of your skill set. So like, like you mentioned, Tyrell, during the pandemic, like it was a really big opportunity to learn other skills and maybe learn like things that you could see yourself making money off of or just just a few things that you may notice that you have some interest in. But um, like for myself, when I think about a long game that I've played, I've been in sales pretty much my whole professional career. Mm-hmm. So that's starting back in 2012 on to now, just starting with retail and then going from retail to B2B. Um, and then going directly direct to consumer um, and then back to B2B. So I've been in sales pretty much ever since I got out of college. So that I can say that's one thing I've definitely, I know for sure I put more than 10,000 hours in and I can say I'm a master at. To counter that though, I will say I didn't feel as confident in my, in sales um, probably until the last three years. And that was mainly because like I was fighting it it wasn't I didn't think it was something that I wanted to continue to do for my entire life. I've, but what I noticed the last year that sales has always been a part of my life, rather it, it was me just hustling, selling a little silly stuff in high school or whatever to like like what I do now. Um, and that's helping small business owners with like paid advertising and stuff like that. So when I think about solely long term, I think you know, for me, it's just been sales and what I've continued to do and what's um, really worked for me, what's been successful for me. Um, rather, if it's been a copier, I sold that one <laughs> for a while. Um, so some copiers, so cell phones and um, um, and technology, different things like that, um, some mortgages. And that's just, that was, you know, it's been multiple things. But I think for me, just corporate sales has been something that I can say I've I've gotten to a point to where I feel like I've mastered it and um, I can just pretty much sell whatever. What about you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't think you want to give yourself enough credit, right? When you says that you just really feel like you caught on the last two or three years because you actually really got to go back, right? You've you've got 10 years of probably corporate sales experience, which that that, that means a lot, right? So yeah. for me, playing the long game uh, pertaining to this podcast, which is, you know, real estate, business, and, and and life goals, um, but for me to keep it simple for this podcast, 
playing the long game is is 10 years for me, right? 10 years of me owning uh, my cleaning business that turned into a contracting and construction business, right? Because there's different periods of that business where I could have easily quit, but I kept adjusting, kept evolving, kept learning, just kept growing, right? And that's led me to where I'm at today, which is... Um, it's basically be it'd be ten years in two thousand twenty four because I really feel uh-huh. like I opened the business in two thousand fourteen and I can I can feel it I'm getting to year ten and uh, you know everything that I really want to do with this business is 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 really happened probably this year and I it's easy for me to see where it's going now that I'm getting to uh, you know the ten year mark and then just recently I just hit over 10 years of me owning my first rental property, right? And I can see, uh, you know, I can see uh, what people say, you know, don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait, right? Because I yeah. bought that duplex for um, 80000 right? And then just recently, earlier um, in uh, this year, it, you know, it, it appraised for almost it appraised for a little over three times from from what I uh, from what I paid for, right? That, yeah, that's you know that's ten years, right? There's been times where I was so frustrated with that property of the repairs and stuff like that. I usually could have sold it, right, and uh, you know made twenty thousand. But actually, I did the opposite. I kept leveraging um, the property, and actually talking about ten years of that property, you know, going you know going up in three x value, right? Actually, that duplex, which is two units, you're talking about uh, playing the long game, talking about 10,000 hours, we're talking about 10 years, we're talking about 1,000 hours, because I think there's some professions, some licenses where you got to, you know, you got to be a journeyman, you got to be underneath someone for 1,000, 15 hours, right? Those are just hours. That's a long-term game, right? You can't just be there for 100 hours and be like, okay, I'm ready, or you can't be there for 100 hours and say, I'm ready to quit and think you're just going to, you know, be there, right? So Mm -hmm. just going back to the duplex, talking about um, 10 years, you know, in value, it's probably went up 3x, right? But, you know, I've leveraged it probably 10x too. So, um, and leveraging means, you know, the money I have into it, right? You know, I've I've been able to pull that money out um, in my pocket to use, you know, to buy other properties. So just on my money, my original investment, I haven't duplex. That's 10x, right? And we're talking about 10x in the number of units, right? I own a duplex, you know, over 10 years later. That I have to give credit to that duplex for making me at least go to twenty plus units, which I have a lot more than that. But I can I can say that I've that duplex has helped. I've leveraged that duplex to go from two units to twenty plus units, right? So, for the playing the long game to me is is really in real estate. Um, it's really what real estate has done for my family um, as like in a ten x lifestyle. And ten x lifestyle is just I'm, I just feel like me playing the long game. I'm able to do. 10x amount of things um, that I want to do compared to not playing the long game. And, you know, I want, I wouldn't be able to, to 10x my life. You know, I gave you some credit for really your 10 years of corporate sales experience that's kind of led you up to this point where you, you like, you're really, you're really rolling into what you really want to do. Uh, what about, what's some other examples that, that you may have that you can really, you know, ponder on that playing the long game has kind of gave you 
uh, you know, the success that that you want to achieve, or you know, maybe the sex, the success that you that you've had or have or have now. I really wouldn't necessarily say like it's a job or a career or anything. Before I even get into that, I do want to go back to something because like ten years is a long time to do something. Uh-huh. Um, and during that ten years, I will say, and I'm gonna be honest, and I'm I'm sure Sheena, um, she can attest to this. Excuse me, you know, mental stability during this time. Because mm-hmm. there were times where I felt like, man, I suck at this. And that could have been some of the best pitches I've ever went through. Right. So like with clients or make, you know, I may have made the most money um, that I've ever made with some things that I've sold. And it's just like, ah, I, I don't feel good. Or it's just the, the the corporate or sales roller coaster where you're doing really good one month and the next month is OK. And the next month may not be so good. And then you may pop off and have a great month. So it's just, you know, in different industries, you experience that. Um, it's just about sticking through it, though. Um, I, I think a lot of people see some ex- see some success with um, just sales. And then they think, you know, it's going to be like this every month. And then once they hit that dry period or that um, when stuff isn't going so well, or let's just say your compensation may have changed. Mm-hmm. Anytime your compensation change, you think about, oh, dang. I got to make up this somewhere. Okay. How, how am I going to do this? Um, um, how am I, I'm going to supplement this for this. Or, um, so then you start, people start to think like, dang, I need to get into something else. That's a little bit more stable. Mm-hmm. So like I've done, you know, both sides. I've done full commission sales. I've also done commission, um, and base pay. Um, and then I've done base pay where I've gotten a bonus. Um, and you know, I've seen a little bit of, a little bit of all three, but I will say, you know, being commission only is extremely stressful. And if you do anything for a long time, you can experience burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, that was one thing that, you know, I had to take a year off from sales um, back in 20, what was it? 2022, beginning of 2022. And pretty much just focused on uh, hobbies that I like. But for the most part, it was just something where I just had to get my mind back to a point to where I can reset because I, the the job prior to and the place that I was doing, I was selling mortgages and I was just sitting in my office for 12 hours straight, like just really burning it out. And it like it, I, it put a, a a dark cloud over me. I was making some money, you know, I was making some good money, but at the same time, like I wasn't spending any time to myself, spending any time uh, with Sheena. Um, Like I was just missing out on family events and stuff. So, you know, there's um, pros and cons to putting 10,000 hours into something or um, seeing something through um, a long-term lens. You're going to miss out on some stuff. Um, you may miss out on, you know, loving yourself as well. But professionally, you know, it's paid bills. <laughs> We've went on trips. I've, you know, I've done whatever I want, made investments in the stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, I've seen some good sides from it, but I've also seen some bad sides from it. And I think people have to be aware that with anything you're going to, with anything you're trying to become a master at or um, yeah. something that you're trying to stick with, you're going to see good and bad times. Would you say the same thing? Yeah, for sure. And then you said that you got burnt out on sales. I, I don't see it that way. I feel like you got burnt out in of the mortgage industry and you just happened to be selling in the mortgage industry. But I don't think you really... I uh, got burnt out on sales, but you just pivoted, right? You pivoted yeah. and you don't realize it, but was doing the renovations. You were, you were selling, right? 
If you weren't selling, you wouldn't have any clients to prove right. that you could do what you could do, right? It's just yeah. a different type of sales. So I don't think you was really burnt out on selling. I think you was just burnt out on selling mortgages, right? And selling in the mortgage industry. And um, now that you mention that, you're right on that one. Because, you know, I do, I love a good deal. So that's one thing about me. So that's one thing that keeps me going in sales. Like, I love a good deal. Not to cut you off, but you brought up a good point. So some things that some skills that you may pick up and people may pick up um, may go good for a good time. But then once you just put too much time into it and you just you just missing out on so much, like you said, like I, I probably more than likely I just got burnt out on mortgages and I enjoyed it. Um, I just did it too much. Like I just made it too much of my life and mm-hmm. I didn't focus on anything else but that for a while. Um, and it, and it did put a hindrance on a lot of things surrounding like my, just my, my family relationships, stuff like that. I was getting money, but <laughs> money's not uh money's a, a good, um, um, money can do so many things, but I think like replacing family members and stuff like that and events and memories, it doesn't do that. So, um, but yeah, I did get burnt out on mortgages for sure. Sure. And I think, yeah, you bring up money to take and money is good and bad. Like money is just like fire, right? It can burn you or it can use it to cook or or, or heat you, right? It's just yep. depending on how just depending yep. on how you see it, how you view it, you know, how you treat it. Yeah, you know, it's just about it's really about, you know, how you use money and don't let money use you, right? And it's but it's easy to let money use us, right? Because money mm-hmm. is attached to so many things, it's attached to so many feelings. And you know, a lot of those feelings we don't want to admit that money gives and takes. Oh uh, yeah. But uh, it does, right? Um, and then you talk about sales, right? Money is a big part of sales, right? You know, oh, yeah. if you're, especially if you're in a corporate, uh, industry, that's what they're going to look at. Like how, how much dollars did you bring to the company? Right. And that means that tells them how much you're selling, right? For me, running the business, right? If I'm not selling, you know, I'm not getting paid. I'm not able to prove myself that I'm worthy of, you know, doing the work and then getting paid what I want to get paid for the work so that I can provide, you know, for myself and, and for my family. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to sell. And, and while you were talking about sales, I'm just thinking, right. If you don't have a government job, if you're not a salaried worker, if you're not an hourly worker, then I think almost everything else in your life, you're selling something, right. If you're with yeah. someone, you're selling yourself to them every day, right. That, that, that you're worthy to be with right and they're selling mm-hmm. their, they're selling themselves to you right that they're they're worthy for your time and for you and for you to want to be with them right that's just yeah. a personal selling right that a lot of people don't think about We're talking about relationships talking about friendships um or just kind of talk about almost everything except like a government job salary job or hourly job like you're doing some type of of selling right and then just kind of going back to the topic of the podcast you, you got to play the long-term game right just going back to relationships right if you don't if you don't sell yourself uh with the long you know with the end game with the playing the long game mindset right you that sale isn't it's not going to last that long right yeah if you're well, not bringing a value yeah if you're not bringing a value in a relationship and 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 whether if it's a friendship, it's a business relationship, or if it's a you know a, um, a actual like intimate relationship, you gotta you gotta show value in all of those, and um, especially if you want to you know if you want it to last long term, you're gonna continue to bring value. Uh, mm-hmm. People subconsciously you don't think about that, right? So you not you really don't think that you know, damn, am I bringing value to this relationship until 
something happens and then the relationship is questioned. Mm-hmm. So then you, you going back and you think like, dang, well, what this person do for me or what did I do for them? Or, you know, that's, those are the questions you start to think about, but that value, that's what you're talking about is that value in their relationship with how many hours you put into this relationship to, you know, see it through. If it's a, a good, how much money y'all made together, how many years of, you know, relationships have y'all did and where you've done deals together mm-hmm. um, where, or if it's your partner, like how many years of y'all, you know, been in the relationship together where, you know, where it determines how much you love each other, you know, how many memories you have, like mm-hmm. different stuff like that. I think people don't think about the value of the relationships that they build. Um, and if it's something that's worth lasting, right? Like we may, we may start these friendships or um, yeah. these short-term relationships with people and think that it should be permanent and think these people are going to be around for a while, but sometimes it's, it's not even worth it. So you just, you know, you have to do some, um, you have to do like a, um, a audit, like a life audit, right? Mm-hmm. And for just sure. look at the relationships in your life and see if like they're actually worth, like if it's worth holding on to, right? If it's, if it's worth putting more hours towards it. Cause I think, you know, sometimes we put and devote hours towards relationships that don't, we shouldn't, you know, hold on to, would you say? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this this was really on my heart, and I mentioned to you, like, man, I, you know, I love the, the topic of this podcast. Was, you know, play the long game. I'm just talking about, you know, long term uh, returns, long term investment. You know, long term, you know, fulfillment, long term success, right? And I'll just go over the, the, maybe the top three that I saved uh, was, you know, stop comparing yourself to people who started ten years before you. Focus <laughs> on your own journey, which is yep. easy, right? Get on social media. We kind of see what someone else is doing. We have no idea what that person did before we even saw what they're doing at that moment, right? That person could have been doing that same thing for 15 years and we're just mm-hmm. now we're just now seeing them now and we'd see them as successful so we're trying to compare what we're doing something similar we just started two years ago so we're sitting there trying to you know we're sitting there trying to compare what we we started two years ago because someone who started 17 years ago right so yeah don't don't do that uh, another one is all overnight success takes 10 years right uh, <laughs> what 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 you think took 10 years right someone from the outside but like, oh he's an overnight success right or hey she's a overnight success though right but to you it's like it took me 10 years to get here you just you're just now seeing me overnight so you think i have an overnight uh success third one is in order to become a world class in any field you need 10,000 hours of deliberate practice right so yeah. deliberate means you get to you're loving it you love what you do you're loving it for six 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 thousand hours right but you know you know there's still you know, ways to go for you to feel like you've got, you love it, you've got it, and you're ready to really use it, right? Use it as into your own personal fulfillment or use it as in to provide for you and your family or or whatever you want to do, right? Don't, don't get caught in the middle and thinking that just because it doesn't feel right, right there in the middle, that you should just stop right there, right? You might have to pivot, you know, you might have to, you know, do some adjusting, but don't quit, especially if it's something that you it, that, that you really want to do. A lot of times you just got to see it through. Right. You got to see yourself on the other side, especially if, you, if you're caught up in the middle. Uh, I don't know if you uh, had any closing remarks, AJ, on, on today's uh, topic. No, really. I mean, the only thing that really just came to mind was just <laughs> me going back to the auditing your life, because I think sometimes we devote hours to things that we should be. And or that's wasting our time or that, you know, we could be devoting that time to the 10,000 hours to what we, you know, what we want to master. So take the time to audit yourself. 
take the time to make sure that, you know, life is going in the direction that you want it to go. You're putting time towards things that, you know, you want them to go towards and just, you know, take the time to to figure out if are you where you want to be professionally and if, how much time will it take to where you get there? I think you anybody can, you know, sit there and look at what they've done over the course of the last five years and determine if they want to continue doing the same thing they're doing or if they want to elevate it or just make a change and pivot and go to something else. So just take the time to do that. Like the podcast says, the choice is yours. You, I don't think it's a decision for anybody to make but yourself. So Yes, sir. We're signing off. See y'all soon. Peace. The choice is yours.